Okay, socialism. This is a fun topic. A bit off the beaten path for me, but uh, it's an interesting one to talk about uh, because I don't know why. It seems like a really hot topic these days, um, which is a bit surprising. Um, I, I don't think it's something that's really understood by people who are for it or people who are against it, really. It's a vast topic that um, I think is a little understood, really. So um, anyway, I want to talk about that. The reason is uh, today I was in the gym and there was a lad with a Shag Rivera shirt on it, which I found a little bit surprising because um, it's not it's not common in the uh, in the fitness world to see somebody sporting a, a uh, socialist shirt. Now, um, I, I think the image of Che Guevara means different things to different people. For some people, it means like, you know, fighting the man, fighting the, the system when a repressive system is in power. Um, but for other people, it also means socialism because that's the type of system he brought in. Um, he, he wanted to... Now, my, my understanding of Che Guevara is, is limited, so I'm going to try to not speak much of what I don't know <laughs> about but um, as I understand it, he did bring in a, uh, a kind of socialist regime, regime, you know, because the people were being oppressed by a, uh, a governing force that was basically uh, overtaxing people and, and uh, keeping the money for themselves rather than distributing it to the people, which is obviously a bad thing, and that was the bad thing with certain monarchies. Anyway, let's talk about this. Okay, so um, socialism. Why do you not see a lot of socialists in um, in the fitness world? Uh, like you see a couple, you see a couple definitely, uh, but not a ton. Um, I think the reason is because the view from a lot of people who train is, I worked hard to get where I am, and the idea of somebody taking away my gains, for example, to give them to someone else who didn't doesn't have the kind of gains that I have, which is, you know, the, in broad sense, the, the idea of socialism, uh, that doesn't work for me. I don't like that. I like the mentality of work hard, expect success, and reap the benefits of that. Um, whereas socialism suggests that, well... And, and rightfully so, that some people have advantages others don't. And that doesn't feel fair. Um, so in order to bring fairness, what we'll do is we'll take a little bit more from the, the people who have uh, those advantages to share it with the people who don't have those advantages. So it, it's a very very compassionate on the surface um, of course so you know this has been attempted in various ways and and most civilized societies have a level of socialism it's called taxation everybody has it um, well not everybody but pretty much every functional country has it I don't know of any country that has no taxes whatsoever um, but when it's taken to its extreme basically what it what it essentially does is it tries to level everything off, which is obviously 
impossible. Um, you're, you're never going to get everybody with an exact equal outcome. Um, and the attempts to try to do that have resulted in utter failure. And I mean, nobody likes that. Nobody likes being told, okay, everything that you work hard for is going to be taken from you. And this government, they're going to come in, they're going to take their share and then give you back what they think you need. I can't think of any sensible person who would be okay with that. Um, so I think people who are um, claiming to be advocates of socialism, they don't, I don't think they understand that that's sort of what they're championing. Um, they see it more as a compassionate thing where in essence it's the exact opposite. This is what people against socialism feel, is that it's the opposite of compassion because what you're doing is you're telling people that you don't have the right to keep anything that you've earned. Um, it's, you're, you're telling them it's greedy for you to want to keep what you earn, therefore I should take what you earn, and that's not greedy. Uh, it, it really, if, if you take about two minutes and think it through, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, um, again, those who support socialism aren't seeing it this way. Uh, I like to try to try my best to see both sides. They see what 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 they see is a genuine problem in the world, which is poverty and social inequality, um, a, a wage gap, which is a real thing. Um, wealth does not distribute evenly, um, and the rich tend to get richer but they don't get richer by sitting on their pile of money twirling their mustache. Uh, that kind of thinking is very delusional. I know that uh, some folks try to trick you into thinking that and those people are terrible human beings for trying to make you think that and, and I apologize if anyone does suspect that's the way it works that rich people are, are these evil, malevolent people that got rich by being greedy and they just sit sit on their wealth. Um, that That's not how the world works uh, at all. Uh, again, if you think about it for about two minutes, you'll realize that the way that people got wealthy, most people, I mean, some people were just born into wealth. Uh, that's a, a very small percentage of people, and, and those people, generally speaking, either lose their wealth very quickly or they have to come up with creative ways to expand upon their situation invest wisely those kinds of things the way that people continue to accumulate wealth is by not being greedy not sitting on it investing in uh, making good investment choices uh, wise investment choices means that you're creating opportunities for other people to also grow so thinking that a government ought to come in and take away the opportunity for people to do this is fairly foolish, but you're also kind of cutting yourself off at the knees in a sense. So, um, so wealthy people do, it's, it's known they pay more dollar for dollar. They pay more now, uh, even percentage wise that in most places tends to be higher. Uh, the very, very expensive, uh, rich, well, they tend to, I mean, they can afford to get very good accountants. They know how to find loopholes. They know how to, in fact, one thing that some people do is they'll <laughs> deliberately go and, and get one 
business they know will tank. That way they can write it off as business losses uh, that so that they don't have to pay taxes on their, as much taxes anyway, on their uh, profits that they gain from, gain from their, their other things. This is a quite common thing. So is this bad? Um, I don't know that it's good. It, it is definitely frustrating when someone like me, who a single income taking care of a family of six, uh, I paid my taxes. I paid something. I paid over $20,000 just in taxes and then got a letter at the end of it saying I didn't owe enough. I didn't pay enough. I had to pay another $3,000 I had to come up with to pay the government. Whereas then you, you see, you know, wealthier people paying nothing or even getting tax returns. Of course, that's frustrating. Is the system broken? Maybe a little bit. Um, I, I don't think it's entirely broken. I think it needs to be fixed. And that's the thing. You, but I don't think the solution to, to fix it is to say, okay, so what we're going to do here is if we decide that you're rich, and I don't know how you think you're going to determine that, um, probably just the, the thinking is, well, I, I see you living in a big house, so I think you need to pay more taxes. I, I don't know how you plan on assessing this if not through tax means, I don't, if not through income, if not through losses. Are you going to say every business that lost money owes taxes? I don't think so. Um, it, it's kind of a pie-in-the-sky type idea, but anyway, even if you could, even if you could come up with a real way to say, okay, well, the, the ultra-rich must pay more. Let's think about this for two seconds. What are you saying at that point? Because you've been successful, because you've... We don't want you to outmaneuver the system. But so because you've been successful, because you've, you know, uh, done well, we're going to take more from you. Uh, so does this encourage people to invest, to work hard? Probably not. Does it encourage people to find cheaper places to live, move away? Does it encourage people to find other loopholes, other ways of getting around having to pay? Probably. Um, so trying to suggest that this idea of uh, that the more you have, the more we deserve. You deserve to have taken away. I know people don't want to admit it, but it comes from a place of envy. It comes from people who, like me, are frustrated because I have to suddenly pay three thousand dollars, which is a lot of money to me. So that to to go to who to go so that so that a wealthy person doesn't have to pay that. Uh, it means a lot, that $3,000 means a lot less to somebody else. Um, but on the other hand, how about this for an idea? How about, what would the government even need this money if they managed it properly? I know for a fact that $3,000 is going to be wasted. It's not going to be used on good resources. I have no control over what it's used for. Whereas, Maybe if I had given more to charity, I would have had more of a tax write-off. Um, and I could have controlled where that money went and maybe not had to pay as much taxes. That, If I'd known hindsight, you know, that might have been the smarter thing for me to do. Um, 
and and then everybody's benefiting a, a, a cause that I care for. So so that to me is the solution is taking on an attitude of uh, more charity rather than envy because having this this sense of envy of of resentment never served anybody well. And I think this is my main problem with socialism is you're coming in and saying because you have more that means you must have cheated the system I don't like that and I think you should be taken have your wealth taken away from you that's what at, at the core of it socialism comes down to and it's pure resentment and again I know people don't view it that way and if I were to go out and I've had I've had these conversations if you were to go out and say well you just feel that way because you're resentful of people who have more than you no one would admit that uh, because that's not the the line of logic the line of logic tends to be well why should it's viewing the rich as a different class of people this is why I don't like terms like the one percent because you're not viewing them as human beings anymore. You're viewing them as a number. You're viewing them as... And and that reminds me of, say, prisoners. You don't call prisoners by their name. You call them by their number. Why? It's dehumanizing. This is what they did, you know, in, in um, concentration camps. You're not a name anymore. You're not a human being. You're a number. So when you call... A group of people, a group of wealthy people that you're envious of, a number, the 1%, that just demonstrates that exactly my point, that you're taking the humanity out of it. Now, you don't know what these people's real lives are like. You don't know what they are as people. You don't know how much they've given to charity. You don't know anything. All you know is they have more than you have, so you want to take it away from them, because that to you isn't right isn't fair but the reality is that taking things from people that they've earned is not fair going up to Bill Gates and saying I mean he, he didn't force anyone to buy windows he created a product a lot of people like so that should be discouraged that makes him a bad person uh no, I don't think it does. So this is why uh, I know I know this is more of a fitness blog, and and that's why that's why I think it's not a very common thing in the fitness world. People like the idea that you get what you work for in the fitness world. They don't like the idea of you get you get to have what you've worked for taken away from you. So uh, anyway, that was a kind of different off-topic discussion, so I'll leave it at that.